Ladies, we know black girls do it all. Join PNG's My Black is Beautiful as they tribute black girl magic with Black Girls Do, a celebration of the boundless beauty and strength among black women. Join the movement and stay connected. Follow at MBIB for all things hashtag My Black is Beautiful and tell us how hashtag Black Girls Do. Corey Murray. Charlie motherfucking Pan. Yes, I get a Corey Murray intro. Thank you. Yes, you do. Because you have been doing, as I love to quote, an old Susan Taylor adage about doing the critical. Yes. We've all been busy in digital land. We've all been busy, and I don't know if you guys have been missing our third co-host, Yolanda Sanguini, who is... Because we have. Our we have. She is about to go on maternity leave, y'all. She is, as you all working women know, she's trying to lock it down before she leaves yep. and tie up all the ends, the loose ones, the tight ones, <laughs> tie up all the ends. Get some things you tied know? up for when it can be unwrapped when she comes back. Okay. All the boss moves she needs to make so she can nest with her third baby. So her she's third not. king. I love that. Oh, her third king. Her third king. So she's not gone yet, but she's, you're not going to hear her on the podcast today because she's bossing up. She's bossing up. But we miss you, Yolanda. We love you. Come back soon. Yes. <laughs> But Charlie and I are holding it down. Welcome to another week of Yes Girl. I am Charlie Penn. I am Corey Murray. And this is Yes Girl. See, the harmony's not the same. It's not Yolanda the same. Get, get back yeah, we're not going to say it anymore. Next so. week. Next okay. week. She'll be back okay. next week. Who are our guests this week, Charlie? I am really excited, y'all. Because we met Auntie. <laughs> hey, Auntie. Hey, Auntie. Angela Bassett. Can I just say that again? Let's roll back. Angela Bassett. Does and you know, I really wanted to say Angela motherfucking Bassett when we met her, but... You stopped yourself. I stopped myself because I didn't... As you should have. She was a queen. We don't respect it. I told you, there's four queen mothers. Oprah, mm-hmm. Angela, mm-hmm. Michelle Obama, mom, as we as Demetria Lucas so lovingly calls yes, her, and it does. stuck with me. So, Michelle... Okay, I'm sorry. There are three queen mothers. Three I'm, queen mothers. Are there any other queen mothers? There isn't, but I would like to also add, so Charlie and I, you know, we get around... Um, via Uber, <laughs> and uh, we're on our way to Angela. We're on our way to Angela in hotel suite. Our other producer Tiffany was with us as well, and our Uber driver, <laughs> who I didn't realize was listening, because we we're all we were basically having our prep meeting in the car, and I mentioned like, "Oh, should I say Angela motherfucker Bassett?" And he was like, "No, nope, no, no, <laughs> no, don't do it." Don't, out of nowhere, oh, out of nowhere. How many I times we've been at Ubers discussing our shows, and no one says anything, and, and he, he was quiet. He was quiet. And then he was like, nope, 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 don't do that. Nope, nope, don't do nope. that. It was like God jumped down into his body and was yes, like, let, like, me, let don't me speak you to dare. Corey real quick. Don't you dare. <laughs> don't get slapped. <laughs> so we knew better than to give her like the yes girl intro yes. thing. But y'all, Angela, listen let's to just, the receipts. Oh, my God. Let's just say you're about to witness a moment in time. Yes. I was dripping with black excellence when we left. Like, I just felt blessed for the rest of 2018. I, like I said, we <laughs> took our group photo afterwards and she leaned into Charlie so much. And I just was trying to lean in too. And then I wanted to put it? my arm around her waist. And uh, I just, I wanted to just love up on her, like physically. It was everything. It was everything. I mean, it was literally everything I hoped it would be. She yeah. was in a great mood. She was living. She was giving us body rolls and and just animation. I wish we had it on camera. But you're going to feel it. You're going to feel it. She stars in Mission Impossible Fallout in theaters now. Corey, you going to go see it? I have seen it already. I'm late. Okay. I'm next. But it's it's really good, Corey tells me. <laughs> and also, she's been in the new Fox series, 911, which I was obsessed with season one last season. And it's coming back this fall. And she kills it. So, I mean, y'all. Angela Bassett. Need I say more? Needs nothing more. She bless us. But we also have something special to me. I did see Mission Impossible Fallout, what is amazing, but I also saw this other completely fucking awesome movie called Blind Spotting. You were crushing on this movie. I was crushing on this movie because I'll be honest with you, I saw it in the week I saw the Whitney Doc. Oh, so you needed a pick me up. I needed a pick me up. So. I saw Whitney Doc on like a Monday. I saw Blind Spotting on a Wednesday, and I walked out of Blind Spotting like, "Woo, thank you, Lord!" And although Blind Spotting has some very heavy parts, it was still lighthearted. I am now obsessing over David Diggs, who I already knew from Hamilton, but his co-star Raphael Cassell, who actually the both of them wrote it. They are friends in real life. They're from Oakland, and and Charlie was representing Oakland. I During our it. conversation, it I also at least live in Oakland, y'all. You'll you'll find out more. 
I mean, Charlie went in. Like <laughs> they were like, "Yo, you 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 hella good. You hella I have good. Receipts. You have receipts. I have receipts." So we got a chance to talk to them. But if you haven't seen Blind Spotting, please go out and see it. You're gonna love it. The music is great. The vibe is great. The story is great. I really really love Blind Spotting, and we have those two stars up next after Angela Bassett. But since we have a super long show, we're going to keep it short. But we need some tea for the week. Uh, tea, tea for, for the week. week. Uh, tea for Ay. the week. Hey, y'all Ay. thought the song was gone, but it's not. We're back. It's been a few I weeks. I wonder, because we're going to keep it short, did it be shots for the week? Yes. Yeah. Come on, Corey. We're going to switch it up a bit. I wonder if Yolanda, Yolanda, tell us later. Yolanda again. approve? This is the shortened mm. shot. Would she approve of shots for the week? She, I don't know. She is pregnant. I don't know if she would. She couldn't have one. Yeah, she couldn't have one. But I like it. I do love anytime we're out with Yolanda, she always says, what is your mocktails? No, she's Yolanda does not mess around with her mocktails. No, you better have a nice mocktail to match that cocktail menu or we're leaving. She just don't just give her juice. No, she she's wants like, some mocktails, mocktails please. please. Make it give me everything but the alcohol. Yes. That's how you know you're bad and bougie. And that's what I love about her. You're bad and bougie when you want your mocktails made like your cocktails. Yes, that will be me. But you just made me remember we're going to be bad and bougie. We have a very bad and bougie moment coming up. We can't tell you guys everything just yet. No. But let's just say we got probably one of the biggest invites of our career this week. Yes. And next week on the show, you will know all about it because you will have seen our Instagram feeds and you will have heard us spill all the tea. And I'm going to apologize now for my screaming. Oh, my God. Our voices might be gone next week. That's all I'm going to say. True. True. We're going somewhere very special. Very, very special. But you know who's not very special right now? Uh-oh. R. Kelly? Robert? <sighs> not I know. 19 minutes to basically say you're a fuckboy? I don't even understand how I can cancel R. Kelly any further. Like, can I just go back in time and forget I ever knew he existed? Because I've tried to get rid of this man. And he keeps showing up on my feed in selfies with photos. Why, people? What are y'all doing? No, I have questions about that. It's not funny. No. Oh, cap- I'm just here for the captions. Oh, it's not funny. No. This is anyway. He made a, a, a he made a, a confession track. A, a 19 minute confession track called "I Admit It." Now, what is he admitting to? Because I refuse to give him my airtime. I mean, my, he, my ears. No, I I I even <laughs> tweeted that I don't have time for this. But then, like, I just let it play. He's admitting to uh, basically child pornography. What he well he's just saying that yeah she may have been underage I admit it or may she may be a little older but I admit it it's just it's so Did he much. think this was funny I don't know this ain't trapped in a closet dude this is not a telenovela this is a crime against young underage women why is R Kelly not in jail Corey I'm tired I don't, I'm tired what is happening right I'm now I'm over it and I'm and I'm actually over it and sp- it's funny that you mentioned Demetria because Demetria on her Instagram, she really, uh, I guess some of his quote unquote fans were coming for her saying like, you know, don't support him. Don't do this as man. He's trying to be honest. And it's like, no, no, he what? gets no sympathy. He gets no empathy. He gets none of it. And I'm shocked that he's so comfortable with his fan base that he could release this because, you know, he's trying to be funny. Yeah. This is like laughing in the face of all of us who were like, you're canceled, sir. I'm telling you, I will never in my life again. If R. Kelly's song comes on, I'm leaving. No. If it's on my playlist, I'm I deleting can. it. I used like, to love all of it. And I hate when people are like, oh, when I hear Step in the Name of Love, I was like, no, turn the shit off. And loving on the little girls. Ooh. I'm telling you, every R. Kelly lyric you ever heard means something different now, y'all. I don't um. care. Go back. Ooh. Speak to your heart and ask yourself, how can you? You got daughters. We have sisters, nieces. All, all right, I'm it. really done after this. But like, That's it. We're if we as a community time. don't stop streaming his music, we better. Because we're not buying it anymore. Who's buying no. albums? Come on. Actually, I've been reading about that. No one's buying Nobody albums. Nobody buys albums. Please, people, there are places, there's, you're hard to find an actual physical CD in New York. Best Buy stopped selling CDs, right? Yeah. Or did I make that up? No, I think you're right. Somebody was like, it's the end of an era. <laughs> They're over in the block land with Blockbuster. <laughs> what else is over there? <laughs> in the, the poor landfills. Radio Shack. Okay, I'm done. You're done. <laughs> But you know who is making things new? Rihanna. Oh, Rihanna. Keep blessing us with cosmetics. Yo. What's, what's her latest line? I can't keep up. First of all, first, I love how Rihanna is, you know, you get to Instagram stories. Mm-hmm. She's all, Bad Girl Riri is always at the top. And I love every time I hit that button, she's presenting me a new Fenty Beauty uh, oh, yeah. line. She does not play with her brand. She's trying to be a self-made billionaire like Kylie. You know what? And I will support that. I'm here for all of it. I will believe that. Oh, she's on her way. Because Fenty is becoming like, what you say like girl pass me that Fenty 
Like Everybody. no, Fenty is life. I don't know a black woman that doesn't have Fenty in her bag right some now. Some part of it. I actually gifted my nieces some Fenty Beauty and they were ecstatic. Exactly. And I, it's good. It is good. It's like when you have a good product that people stand for, look at Diddy with Ciroc. You True that. I mean, like, Pineapple I don't even know what that stuff is. still my fave right now. It will always be. It becomes a staple. And I feel like that's Fenty for black women. Yeah. So, Rihanna, when you get that billion, let's come talk about it. Talk about it. And speaking of things black women love, like Fenty, because we do, and no shame in that, we love it so much, we love Angie. I said Angie because she's not here now, y'all. Out of respect. We love Miss Bassett. I'm looking at you like, don't disrespect. <laughs> Although I said Angela motherfucking Bassett. I mean, to, in our head, she's Auntie Angie because she she's is. body goals. She's marriage goals. She's talent goals. And I do believe if we had Skin spent goals. maybe 30 more minutes with her, we could have called her Angie. I think we could have. Yeah. We were getting there, Corey. And I think we kind of even got to Ange. I think we got to Ange. We can't bear charge the shit out of that moment. She, sure, she looked over at you and said, I like her. I know. Oh, my God, y'all. And she was talking to you. And that's another reason why you Charlie motherfucking pan. <laughs> I love you, Corey. I y'all, I have this joke in the office about right about Care Bear charging. Y'all remember the Care Bears? We yes. care. We on the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. We're dating ourselves a smidge. Just, but that's okay. We're still fabulous. Thirty fabulous over here. And I Care Bear charge people. I think I just like I challenge accepted. Yes. Bring it on. You're in a bad mood. Come on over. Come on. And not that she was in a bad <laughs> no, mood. No, she wasn't. She but wasn't. I have this way of like whatever you're feeling, you're gonna feel it. And also a little interview tip. For all you media people out there, another reason why we cha- uh, Charlie Care Bear charges is because if it's someone who we like low key will stand over, like we're professionals. Yes. But we do have that moment like, oh shit, it's Angela Bassett. Wow. And we have to just be like, you we know what, we're going to, we have to get comfy real quick. Because you don't want to be so nervous that you fudge it up. Yeah, you'd be like, uh, and when you did love and basketball. Because you're not getting all the time. You're, you're getting love 20 and minutes. basketball. And right. see, I would have messed up and said, see? when were you in love and basketball? And she'd be like, that was Alfre Woodard. So we pulled it together. We pulled it together. We were blessed yes. by Black Hollywood, Black Excellence. Yeah. Get ready for it. Miss Bassett. We're here, ladies and gentlemen, with an icon. In the presence of royalty, Corey, I think we should Royal, say. thank you, Charlie. Black Finn. excellence royalty. Black excellence. <laughs> That's what I like to say. But Around first, I'm going to go through the receipts. Please do. Plural. Because <laughs> there I'm are sorry. many, so I'm going to sit back. <laughs> She's Oscar nominated. Boot, period. Mm-hmm. Emmy nominated one, two, three times. Three. DGA nominated. And for those who don't know, that's the Directors Guild of America. Bam. SAG nominated twice. Image award winning. I the 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 number, it's it's over ten. Let's just say double that. digits. From Malcolm X to Black Nativity. And should I say soon to be for Black Panther, but I'm getting ahead of myself. We're claiming it. The TV Land Awards gave her an icon award. And you got a star on the Walk of Fame. Yes. And this was all before a little movie, No Black Panther, or a little TV show called Master of None. And even before a new movie, Mission Impossible Fallout. Ladies and gentlemen, we have Miss Angela Bassett in the house. Welcome. Thank you. That's well, how we give our intro. That's how we give we our intro. It, huh? the Is we doing it like that, huh? Yes. Okay. We give all the respect and the glory. I mean, this is essence. You know, we we love on black women. We love on them back. That's right. You really do. Those are your receipts. Welcome. Thank you. I don't even remember all those receipts. Someone must be at the bottom of my bag. (laughs) Well, I know you have a long, wonderful career. You're probably like, well, I pay for IMD Pro, so I get the real one. (laughs) So, and it'll say, see more. See uh, more at the bottom. See more. Right, see right, more. Right. And I just kept seeing more and more so and more. I just kept Who going. See more. <laughs> and that was the condensed version. It I was. mean, sure. you've had an incredible career. Incredible. And it's still in progress. It's, yeah, it's pretty awesome. I should have kept a diary. I yeah. really should have uh, paid. <laughs> did you ever take pi- pictures on set? I used to early on, you know, back when they were Polaroids. Oh, I yeah. still love a Polaroid. They were around. I would take a picture with my co-stars you know and have a little book then after a while they sort of did away with polaroid and you sort of moved on it was too many wonderful people you were working with so i thought i'd just have a memory yeah 
But memory fades. <laughs> and your closet, <laughs> all the costumes, you get to keep, like, do you get to keep a little piece of every character? Um, they, you know, some, sometimes, okay. some costumes, some costumes looks <laughs> like what we got on right now. You know, like right. regular clothing. Right. You're like, that's a costume. You're like, I'm good. <laughs> but if I'm in outer space or a little Tina or something like yeah, that, you Tina. know. A you little Tina. Stella, Ooh. you know, I've, I've kept a couple of them. Did you keep? Did you keep anything from Black Panther? I kept the Wakandan beads. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ooh, I and that. I had to make friends with the prop guy to get those <laughs> bad boys. That was yes. chess. Yeah, you, you won. I couldn't keep that mantle and that headdress. I mean, oh, that yeah, was yeah, like yeah. sixteen thousand uh, dollars digital printing from like Denmark somewhere. Wow. Ruth Carter had that made. Yeah. What did you think when? Um, did you see the MTV Awards? With Tiffany Haddish, and they recreated with uh, Queen Latifah, oh, yeah. and and Jada, right? Yes. Oh, and it went on and on. Yeah. <laughs> it was just that the was hat. Insane. I was like, oh god, that yeah. is completely too bad. So we're in town. Thank you for inviting us over to talk about Mission Impossible Fallout, mm-hmm. which I saw. Loved it. You oh, are such a, and excuse my language, but this is the best way to say it. You're a badass. Yeah. Okay. You're the most badass okay. CII director. CIA uh-huh. director yes, ever. Yeah. So I love in the film where you say you're talking to Alec Baldwin's character and you're like, listen, that's the job. You just got to do that's the job. No excuses. No if ex- somebody dies, oh well. That's the, that's the <laughs> you job. You knew that when you signed up that that was a possibility. Especially so that word. If it happens, right. So we're going to start using that phrase because people have too many excuses, right? Mm-hmm. They expect somebody else to do the work. Mm-hmm. You know, you always try to pass off their mistakes on others it's like no darling that's the job <laughs> i love it but and i wanted to up, ask well, you know you, with your stellar career where have been times where you've had to tell either someone and say that's the job that's the job when it's come to how you've maintained your success over the years hmm. say that again what is that question so like i thought we were going you, in one direction <laughs> i went there and then i was like look Wait, back she, over my shoulder oh no you're back. over there <laughs> Well, you know what I'm thinking, like, for instance, I'm thinking of a time at the Black Women Hollywood Awards, Loretta Vine, she ended her speech saying, listen, you all, y'all have to be on time. This is our work. And I'm thinking about Mm -hmm. with your level of success, Mm -hmm. have you ever had a time where you've had to tell someone or maybe a a rising star has said to you, I'm not making or whatever. And you've had to say, that's the job. You've got to do something. Like, what have you had to? No, it's about encouraging some rising. But also, I, I try to lead by example. You know, when I'm on the set, mm. you, you know, and and always have whether I, you know, number 20 on the call sheet, you know, steady rise up, rise up. Number eight, number one, all the same, you know, mm. on time, prepared, ready, positive attitude, you know, and appreciative of the jobs that everyone has to do on that set. I've been on sets was like, hurry up, hurry up. Come on, come on, come on. It's like, wait a minute. Hair has to do their thing. Mm-hmm. Makeup has to do their thing. I could jump right out of the chair right now. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know. Just are we ready to go? No, we're not. No, because everyone has a job. Yeah. You know, and it's going to take the time that it's t- it takes. Now we're not going to be luxurious about it. We're going to do the best we can as quickly as we can, and then we're gonna. But everybody's working here, mm-hmm. so you know sometimes it's been that. But I always try to do it. You know, you know, come at it kind of subtly or funny. I don't. I don't really like go at them, Erica Sloan, badass. Oh, right. okay. Mm. <laughs> Some folks are good at that, yeah. and you know, and it's like okay. <laughs> diplomacy you know the ability to tell someone to go to hell and they look forward to the trip Ooh. i <laughs> i try to be very diplomatic <laughs> one last question about mission impossible fallout you are working with superman mm-hmm. oh yeah henry cavill tell me about that first Super of all i didn't realize guy. he was british you know i love a british bay you i love it is that bay. right yes yes that's my personal <laughs> a life. lot but um, <laughs> but what was it like where i mean you working with him tom cruise uh-huh. like he um He's wonderful. He's he's very humble, cute to look at all day. That's that ain't no hard job right there, and um, he he's, he's just delightful. You know, he's a sweetheart. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. She was working Black Panther, Superman. 
Yeah. And Tom is just consummate. Yeah. He's just consummate. So um, Courtney, my husband, worked with him on The Mummy. So they had a great time. So they always keep up with each other. And it's a love fest between the two of them. And somehow I... We got in, got in the mix. I don't know how. I wish I knew how that happened. You know that conversation. You never know, but you can rest assured that somebody's always watching you. Oh, yeah. So be on your best. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know how I wound up in Mission Impossible. All I know is I got a call one, you know, seven seven o'clock in the morning, one Thursday morning, before the agent's office really opens up. And they wow. said, you've been offered a role in Mission Impossible. And I was like, what Mission Impossible are you talking about? <laughs> Not the one that's 22 years, you know, helmed by Tom Cruise. That is, it, it lives up there in rarefied air. Right. <laughs> and films all over the all world. All over the right. world. And, and not that one. This must be some comic book series going to animation <laughs> or something. I don't know, you know. Um, but they said, no. <laughs> Silly. <laughs> Wake up. <laughs> Wake up. When <laughs> Tom Cruise, I was like, oh, my gosh. So there was no script. Um, but they were, it was always in flux, always being reworked and rewritten by the wonderful Chris McQuarrie, who, you know, won a little thing called an Oscar for The oh. Usual Suspects. <gasps> so director and screen. Is it really? I love Usual Suspects. Mm-hmm. I, I, I was just watching the other day, but I can go on. Get out of here. Yes. All right. That Guys was are still saying that. That's right. That's right. He said, hey. Okay. And uh, so you knew bad. it was great company to come along with and be a part of. So I, you know, spoke with the director. I asked him two questions. I said, do I die? You know, I was in another movie, and they killed me on, like, page 36. So, unceremoniously, when you know you're going to die, it's like, what? Like, what happened here? What? The heart of the whole thing, you know? Right. Like, uh, you know, and they always got to kill the sister. No. Okay. <laughs> Let's make, we always need to make it to the end, We'd right? Like to. We're years We'd and years like of to. us not making it to the end of a movie. It's fast. Uh, right? A perishing, Right? <laughs> Midway. We never get to walk into glory. Really glory. Oh, please. <laughs> never. Right? Oh, I thought I had made it out. They pulled me back in and killed me. Oh. <laughs> and then the second question is, and I, am I a rube? You know, mm. like, do I, will I be look? will I be looking crazy up in here? Then what you going to do with a sister? <laughs> I love that that's the two things you, know? you asked. Get right down to business. You said no. 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 And no. That's all right. Thank you for your word. (laughs) Tis true. (laughs) Well, speaking of roles, Angela, Miss Bassett, I don't know what you prefer, but to us, you are queen mother. We were talking about that in the elevator. We were like, you know, when you talk about an icon, there's so much respect there. And speaking of that, I know that we hear the phrase strong black female lead now, like, you know, it's on trend. But I was telling Corey, You've been a strong black lead, female lead in everything I've ever seen you in. You know what I mean? I remember every time I've ever seen you on screen, that was strength and power, no matter what the role, even in the character's most vulnerable moments. Mm-hmm. You are obviously- there's strength and vulnerability. Just yes. ask yes. Mary J. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Mm. Y'all don't see the <laughs> face body right role, now. guys. I love it. No, but absolutely. And so yeah. one, thank you for that. Saying your truth. Speak your truth. Right? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And put that little, that sass and everything. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Okay. Mm. I love it. Something about you. I feel very comfortable here this morning. Oh, that will take. High up on. <laughs> 30 flies. Oh, no, we're 44. It's 44. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, we floor. love that. And I mean, thank you for that. Thank, thank you for you. being that character every time mm-hmm. on screen and giving it your all. But I want to know what makes you feel strong off screen because you're obviously equally as confident and badass on the carpet with hubby, with the babies. We see you. That's a bit of a performance, right? You on think? the carpet. But you yeah. just seem so comfortable being you. I, I love it. <laughs> Good. Yeah. And, <laughs> and sometimes, you know, if you don't feel it, you got to do it and then the feeling will come. That's the you, job. You know? Yeah, yes, yes, yes. There we go. Right? Mm -hmm. Because you're not going to feel badass 24-7. No. See, because vulnerability and strength go hand in hand. And you can recognize strength by it being juxtaposed against vulnerability. And vulnerability is sensitivity and tenderness and all those things. And there's great strength in that. So, you know, 
it ebbs and flows. It's just being human, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And being a woman and yet knowing that whether I'm strong, whether I'm weak, or I'm tender where I'm strong, I'm enough. Now that she was gave a, us word. a word. I'm enough. Just have a I'm a word. For the word. I'm Thank good you. with it. <laughs> <laughs> that was a word. You're good with it. Get on. Get and on. I also think the strength comes from having the, a solid foundation, our faith, our family. Mm-hmm. You've been married 21 years. Mm-hmm. I cover love for Essence. We, mm-hmm. we you know we cover your anniversaries, your happiness, your family. It's a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like that all just helps you stay in that womanhood no, and center? Yeah, knowing that you have... Um, Somebody who's in your corner, got your back, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> whether you're feeling stronger, whether you're feeling weak, Chaw, they're good with it. <laughs> <laughs> what did Courtney they're, say? She rocks my chain. You, amen you. You know, like, you can do it, girl. You're like, somebody believe it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it. Believe it again. <laughs> uh, we love the way you guys love each other. What did he say in his speech? It's acceptance speech, Courtney, to Angela, who rocks my chain. That was yeah, a moment. All right, that was so very because he took it all the way. Up, it was fun, uh, not about him anymore. No. It was about you. Got to love a man that gives the glory like, to his where wife. Where are too. you going? Just <laughs> calm yourself down, okay? <laughs> oh, but we love it. Thank you. Do you have a favorite? Char- you played so many iconic characters. Do you have one where you still remember the line? Do you remember all of them? Because sometimes we ask, you know, stars like, "Do you remember that film, that iconic line?" And you know, you guys learn a lot of lines. But you have a lot of zingers. Do you have like that character where you? If you would just give me a room for the night, I swear I'll pay you back. Yes. (laughs) Come on, Tina, anime. That's it. There we go. They iconic. All right. So going along this line of of roles, some of your roles have become like memes, like Mm -hmm. very great memes. Waiting to exhale. Waiting to exhale. The car. The car. The car. Throwing. Mm-hmm. There's, of course, Miss Tina. There's, I love Reva Styles from Boys in the Hood. Oh, yeah. Sit your tr- ass down. Yes. <laughs> and you sitting on you your may be brand fine, new but sofa. but you ain't special. Mm-hmm. I there love you go. that. Mm-hmm. And Stella. So what is your forever mood of those four characters? What was the last one? I start running my mouth and I oh, forgot Stella. the last one. And, and oh, Stella. Stella. So what do Stella, I do in Stella? Bernadine, T- Miss Tina, or Reva? What is my forever mood? <laughs> As the kids like to say. <laughs> That's a tough one. It is. These are memes, you say? Yeah, they're well, all memes. They're all memes. Or just the, yeah, the idea. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. Probably sit down. You may be cute, but you ain't special. <laughs> Especially in this day and age where yes. you know, we all got a phone and we all take yes. selfies and let me order, make myself perfect and correct it and and find my light and mm, and purse my lips and, and do that. And we're in very public places, yes. but that's, that's okay that you're seeing. Uh, please. <laughs> it's like, stop it. Like, stop let it go. It. Do you have to tell that to your kids? Get over here and I... Screen you know time. what? They don't have they don't have phones. Oh, they're, they're twelve. Okay. Courtney was about to relent and give them a phone. I mean, he he told the line. I would have relented before, but see, and now now I'm like no phone. He's like give him a phone. I'm like let's hold off. I don't know. Maybe we can eke out two more years or at least a year. Wow. Because you know what? My daughter wrote me this very. I said, well, make a compelling argument. <laughs> you don't ask for what make a. Com- and she wrote me this letter. You know. Right. And I think that you know perhaps you have you know questions about the internet. Well, you can put you know restrictions on it, and and or perhaps you think that. I will lose it, but I, I've, I remind you, I've lost, I haven't lost my camera. I've only lost my chapstick, <laughs> you know, and on and on and on. But and she's not been the one pressing for the phone. It's really been a brother who's been pressing for it. So he, but she's the one that wrote the letter. And I'm and I'm saying, you know, you're gonna get it. You're gonna get it. <laughs> but what I really love about you is that you you're able to have a conversation and dialogue and in relationship with people. You're not looking down yeah. and inward. You're really looking outward and yes. sharing who you are. I really love that about you, girl. <laughs> it matters. It does. I love that about both of, both of them. And it, it says a lot. And besides, we take y'all everywhere and we stay there and watch you and, <laughs> and take you home. You don't need to text me to come get you where you are. <laughs> I know where you are because I'm there with you. <laughs> 
that personal interaction makes a difference. I remember being little, and I used to have to come home. My mom was a writer. I have to write about my day on pen and paper and read it. Then I could go outside. Because it was better oh, than television. Good, that's a good thing. I should start doing that with Jillian. You know, like I had to communicate right. and be right, right. personal. Right. I and love they, that. they they read and read and read. They read more than I do. They read, 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 read. You know, wonderful writers, you know. That's important whenever that, that kicks in, when you take that creativity and that thought and then put it on paper. That's a big leap. Yeah. Um so going to seventh grade. So I'm really pleased to see that. And they're not just, you know, little short texts or whatever. Or, you know, concerned about themselves or the pictures of the taking and... Captions and, and, and 140 know. characters. <laughs> yeah. And I got to get better at it so I can understand what's... But they're going to get there. Speaking of Instagram, you slay on yours. Slay. Daily. I love when you just simply like, everybody good? Is everybody good? <laughs> <laughs> that's her that's her thing. I love that. I saw I screen grabbed one of your pictures and I was like, I'm taking my butt to the gym. Like if Angela Bassett out here going so to the I'm gym, gonna I'm going to that. the gym. Angela, you are body goals, wife goals, mother goals, career goals. Can you leave something for us? <laughs> I mean wh- I'm going I'm going to take a nap. You 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 take over. <laughs> I'm going to roll over on this couch. Inspired across all <laughs> Take planes. it, girl. I mean, there are Instagram accounts I'm devoted to your arms. To you. <laughs> so thank you for being fabulous. And oh. thank you for giving us your time. Thank, thank you for having me. And I would like to end with you, a ladies. happy pre-birthday. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The big one. Coming up August 16th. You Sweet 16. Sweet 16. Sweet 16. Sweet 16. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> thank, thank you so you. much. Right. Thank you. Thank you. Corey, did Angela Bassett not give us some gems? She gave us some gems. That was a moment. That was. And what you guys didn't see, but you're going to see it on my Instagram later, when she was reenacting how her she how her kids would take if they had a phone, like how they would take the selfies and stuff. <laughs> was so she bad. was really getting into it. I was like, oh, my God, I went to some video. But luckily we have a little bit of we it. We have a little snippet. A little, little snippet, so you'll but, see. But, um, Corey, I feel like I have to say, mm-hmm. I'm going to switch gears here. Okay. Before we get into the next interview... I think you should shoot your shot. (laughs) And you know what I'm talking about. So Charlie has called me out because although I'm an objective journalist and editor. Of course. um, But after watching Blind Spotting, I kind of walked out of like, oh, who's this cute white boy? You had a new white bae. I had a new white bae. Yeah. He gave me life. Mm-hmm. And as you guys have seen, White Blind Spot <laughs> is out uh, now wide, wide release. I was like, who's this? So I did a little Googles. Yes, you did. And Instagram stalking. Granted, he is not his character. <laughs> he is not Miles. So he's not like tatted up with like, uh, what do you call these things? When grill. Like, grill. He doesn't wear that. But he's like artistic. He's a poet. He was like a deaf poetry jam slam contest winner, whatever that is. You were having a cerebral I was attraction. having a cerebral. And I didn't say that word right. That's okay. That's all right. It's Cerebral late. attraction. So, so be, you know, look at this. So people. See, y'all, he has her speechless and tongue-tied. He has me speechless. So I'm going to say, Raphael, hey, Corey Raphael. would like to shoot her shot before this interview. If you are listening, she can be found on Twitter. <laughs> Charlie Pan. Okay, stop. <laughs> At Corey Murray. Stop it. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. But I'm not. Sorry, not sorry. He's already following me anyway. Oh, well, then you can just DM her. <clears throat> <clears throat> yes, there. I've done it. I, I wouldn't be who I am if I didn't press this moment. Now, back to your regularly scheduled programming. Please Who's next? listen to the interview with David Diggs and Raphael Castle, <laughs> writers and cast from Blind Spotting. We have a very specific opening that I do. You should do it. I should oh, do it. Okay. Worthy. Open, opening. Is it like a song? No, it's, no just, it's just it's just full chord. It's just oh, full chord. All right. Chord. I want to go the all the chord. way. Okay. I'm going to do a little pre thing, though. Okay. Because okay. do your thing. I saw Blind Spotting and I loved it. Like, mm-hmm. I walked out of like, this is great. Right. And ran in the office and, and ran everyone. and told everybody. <laughs> and then I was like, we have to do them. And so it is my pleasure to welcome. David motherfucking Diggs. Hey. Yes. Hey. Raphael motherfucking Castle. Hey. There we go. <laughs> to the podcast. See the yeah. arms? She gets yeah. the arms. Yeah, I get into yeah. it. Yeah. It's yeah. like the whole energy. It's a whole <laughs> thing. Full body situation. Welcome, you guys. Thanks. Thanks for having me. And congratulations. Everywhere I look, people are talking about this film. 
Dope. Uh, it's called targeted marketing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how that works, people. Oh, no, no, no. Tyler Perry. <laughs> no, yeah. about this no, film. Yeah, is he, true. He's not on your normal feed? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just checking. I don't know. <laughs> no, it's not targeted. You know, I mean, I saw that for real, for real. No, it's true. Yeah, I think we, I yeah we went and hung out with him. Tyler's like the the sweetest, most thoughtful dude. Wait, y'all really hung out with Tyler Perry? Yeah, yeah. There's and a he video. like invited There's us over video. to his house we to like talk about it. the movie. And then, his house? Yeah. In Atlanta? Yeah. No, Moment? no, his, 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 his Los Angeles house. mansion. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. that's right. One of them. Right. He only spends 40 days like in it. Like it's like there's <laughs> the no way to describe we this like, place. We walked out to his back here. We go past his pool. It's like looks over like this valley. And he's like, and down there is Denzel Washington's <laughs> house. Oh, And down there is Mark Wahlberg's house. It's the only time I get to look down on Denzel. Oh, I love it. I said that to him. I was like, whoa. You moved up here so you could look down on Denzel, and to, he was actually like, "You never get to look down on Denzel." <laughs> never, <laughs> never wow. So here's what I want to know. So you guys tell us about blind spotting, but for me, I came back and told Charlie that it's like Friday meets Black Lives Matter, but it also it has a a musical aspect to it, so which we would only it, expect from you. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> just so we're clear. And I wonder why Tony Award winner. It's like, <laughs> all right, mm, Grammy, uh, right yeah, as well. Mm, yeah. Mm. Uh, that that's that receipts the, the biggest <clears throat> shot glass <laughs> in my collection um yeah i mean it's uh you know it's uh this the story of two lifelong friends growing up in oakland and and uh it's uh, it is two men sort of existing in the in the wake of this new oakland and and, and an influx of of new people and sort of at the intersection of gentrification right now um, and they work as movers, so you know their livelihood is is dependent on participating in, in moving this. people in and out of their city. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I play a character named Colin, who's on the last three days of his probation for a violent crime. We find out at the top. Um, Raphael plays Miles, who is his, his best friend since they were, you know, six or seven years old. Um, on his way home from work one night alone, Colin witnesses the police shooting of an unarmed black man. Um, and so the story is we follow the next sort of four days of their lives where uh, their friendship has to be challenged by um, a realization that they are perceived differently despite their very similar upbringings. Who came up with the title Blind Spotting? Uh, I think I brought it to Diggs with this idea of this. This there's a, the Blind Spotting comes from a character named Val in the in the movie. Is, is making a slang term up to memorize psychology terms. Um, and so we were getting into our last round of rewrites. We knew that the, the working title we weren't going to keep. And so I was trying to come up with some new convention that would make sense. We also like, we love the idea of the Bay Area is all about slang. It's all about derivative slang. People like to, to, to make up and introduce new slang into the culture. We were like, well, we should try to do that. And so we, we sort of sat down and I pitched this idea of, we were at some restaurant over by the public, and I was like, "Here's my, yeah. here's my stick." Um, and for, we we pushed on that title for a long time. It was a long time that our producers weren't really on board, and eventually they caved. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and it was nine years in the making. I read that you guys been working on this film. Is that true? It is true. Why nine? Why why did it take? so long was it just the process of getting it done or it's hard mo- movies hard to make movies hard to make a movie turns out but uh, <laughs> they, yeah. yeah I mean you know it it almost got made several times during mm-hmm. that process um, and for whatever reason you know uh, funding it turns out wouldn't be there or somebody would get busy we've been with the same producers the whole time so yeah. really we're making this movie because of our producers they asked us to make a movie, you know, and then the four of us sort of came up with what this film was going to be about. But I think that there were so many different iterations of it. And every time it kind of fizzled out, we go through our like, oh, well, well, I guess this isn't happening kind of time. Mm-hmm. And eventually, for some reason, it would come back up It'd be like, you know what? This is still we still this story is still eating away at us. It's still we could still tell it right now. It would be a great story to tell right now. All right, everybody, let's try it again. Here's a director. Let's go location scouting. And then whatever happens, happen, you know, and it happens to movies all the time. A lot of them don't ever come back around. I, yeah. I'm sort of learning this about Hollywood right now. I've been attached to so many movies that just disappear. Really? And then nobody talks about them again. No. It's like they it's go like into they the never existed. Place or yeah. like, I'll go <laughs> and have meetings with people, and we've met before about movies that were greenlit and ready to go. And I'll go back for 
meeting with them later and it won't come up. Mm. Nobody talks about it. It's about, I don't understand it yet. I haven't been invited into the club of why you don't talk about it anymore. I'm not sure what that is. Hollywood ways. Well, I want, so it's based in Oakland, the film. Oakland is near and dear to my heart. I went to UC Berkeley for hey. grad school. Lived so in, my mom. Yeah, oh, awesome. Lived in West Oakland by Lake Merritt-ish, adjacent. Mm-hmm. Where, um, what streets? Do you remember? Harrison. Harrison? I was yeah. on Harrison Street. And there was what? like a 7-Eleven and it's like a one-way. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. know I know, well, you know, yeah, like, yeah, I'm just like yeah, giving you, you like my receipts. <laughs> yeah. I ventured into East Oakland a few times, but it's interesting because when I was there, which was, to, not to age myself, the 2005-2007, mm-hmm. Jack London Square was really the beginning of like, what looked like a, some heavy gentrification happening and then obviously the Lake Merritt area. I went back two years ago and I was like, I mean last year and I was like, what just happened? Mm-hmm. It's like even that neighborhood is completely different. Yeah. culture washed in the, um, even more ways than I expected it to be even then so talk a little bit about growing up Oakland and what's changed uh, yeah I grew up in Berkeley and Oakland and they they both went through their different changes over the years you know everybody who who lived in the flats in, in, in Berkeley got pushed out and they all moved to Oakland and then and now everyone in Oakland is getting moved out you know somewhere else I think that the the brutality of that of that shift is just how uh how how suddenly you just like look up one day and the neighborhood is totally different like that thing that you loved that that um that cultural specificity that community tie that that felt sort of unnameable what was like you know quintessentially where you're from and part of your identity is just like moved over like 10 blocks <laughs> and ke- you know it keeps and keeps doing it i couldn't believe the apartment costs when i oh, went back this year. i oh, was like crazy what just oh, happened? Yeah. Make New York look reasonable in some places. Seriously, you know, crazy. I think yeah. it's like the. Che- I'm, I'm not kidding. This area, I feel like it was like 2,700 was like the cheapest studio. Yeah. I what? Saw. Yeah, yeah. I kid you not. Now, wait, I have a couple of Oakland questions. I'm I'm a Oakland adjacent. My okay. family lived up there. My I have a great uncle that lives in Filmo, but I know that's not Oakland. That's San Francisco. San Francisco. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But who who lays claim to Hella? Is that L.A.? Is that Oakland? Oh, no, it's not Bay. L.A. at all. Okay. It's Northern California, yeah, 100%. Okay. Oh, they don't stole let it. them come in here and don't lie Don't let whoever came uh, and told uh, you that That, that was some L.A. Lie. shit is a, is a liar or ignorant. <laughs> Hella is like, is that E-40 in them? No, it, like predates it predates E-40. Yeah, yeah. That, that's, that's just old school that's, Bay Area yeah, slang. Yeah. That's like, you know, biblical times. Yeah. It's B.C. Bay Area. I lived out there when they were ghost riding the whip. Yeah, you did. 2005 was the, so and you'll understand this. (laughs) I mean like, when they first, you know, landed in Oakland and all the oak trees were there, they were like, there's hella oak trees here. That's how old it is. Boom, like that's how old that shit is. But that ghost riding the whip thing You well, you know, and so much of, so much of what we were trying to put on display, I mean, I'm I'm a product of the high fear too. That was right when I came back from college. So like, Super Hyvee uh, was two years later. That was when it elevated. Right, right. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you that that period is such a fascinating period that we've never mm-hmm. seen anything like before or since really anywhere else in hip hop, right? Uh-huh. But yes. like, and you were there, so you'll understand. Like, real talk, the cars would stop. Yes, and everyone would jump out of their car and at the dancing. traffic light yeah. and start dancing. People who do not know each other, not from the same area, not the just same race, right. none of that. Just whole like thing. never you seen anything. You love like that song. It. I love that song. Out and it the was car. before smartphone. Like it. Like, I feel like oh, I didn't yeah. have so like you. There's not none of this it's is captured. Not real I remember the documentation first time my husband of it. Yeah. And I saw it. We were like, what? There's like camcorders of it. Yeah. Well, there used to be these things called hood to hood documentaries or like TV DVDs, which is these compilations of like sideshows and concerts. Yeah. Give you a. Really it was um, it was a moment. Keep the sneak. All of this. It was like a whole. Do you remember this still, movement? Still no, like I do. Key. I do. But I was again. I was adjacent. Right. Okay. Right. But I was like in the heart of it, and it was like, in the, and that's what I loved about Oakland. It felt like the people there have always like they were proud to live there. They were out there. It was just like this. It felt. I felt that vibe. Yeah. yeah. And to hear that the black population has dropped. Like yeah, fifty percent in the to, last twenty years. It used to be what I read the statistic recently. Right. It used to be forty four percent. Now it's twenty five. Now it's twenty five. Yeah. What? (laughs) In such a short amount of time. But it's not even just, you know, and even by the time you were there, like there wasn't festival at the lake. It was done by then, right? So like there used to be this party at Lake Merritt once a year. That was the blackest. Shit! Is this the lake where the, the, the white, I was gonna say now the woman's getting called the one now people are calling the cops on black people like yeah. Mary about uh, uh, grilling yeah, that, yeah, was that was like Mary that was like Mary that was real yeah. so like but barbecue you know Becky barbecue, barbecue Becky my favorite barbecue my Becky. favorite meme of best the year. meme of the year for sure I have a couple of questions about blind spotting a couple of things I know Charlie hasn't seen it but I yes. need to know how did y'all get Tisha Campbell 
Ah. We because she asked. Has the most iconic I think we cameo. just asked. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, she. I, I had. I. Um. I was producing this. This very short-lived executive producing this very short-lived sitcom for ABC called The Mayor. Uh-huh. Um. And we brought Tisha in. Uh. To. I, I really wanted to cast her as, as the mom in that show. Yvette Nicole Brown ended up playing the mom, and she was wonderful and incredible. But at that. the time, she was unavailable. Um, we didn't even know she was an option. And I brought Tisha in, and I thought she was so dope. She like brought this sort of hard edge to that character that I thought I really needed. Because it's a, you know, it was about a a, a working class community in an, an imaginary city in the Bay Area, right? Called, that we called Fort Gray. But it was, you know, she felt like so many of the moms I actually know growing up and I was like that's that's it and ABC was not having it so we didn't you know there there are a lot of reasons I don't work with them anymore but it, uh, but um but they were just not having it and so um I had her contact info and we were looking for someone to play this part and I was like well I could I could just send Tisha an email because wow. I I had remember I had I had emailed her after we had to tell her she wasn't getting this part just to be like, I got, I just have to let you know that I'm such a huge fan. I was really pushing for you. Like I just, so and she said she would do it. And like we it. were like, how, how? <laughs> you know, so many of the people in this movie is like, why did you do this? That's amazing. <laughs> we're so happy you did that. It's also a little, I giggled a bit watching it. Cause it was like a little, not to me, it was a little not the school days. Yeah. The, yeah, the, yeah, the bar, yeah, yeah. For sure. But also like having her on set was dope. Cause she would just tell us stories about coming up to the Bay and hanging out with Tupac. You know what I'm saying? Like we, we got like some, some history lessons. Yeah, we got some OG stuff there. Yeah. Yeah. That's special. Now, Raphael in the movie, you are the greatest salesman. <laughs> when you sold that boat, <laughs> you sold I that boat. Sell that. I gotta sell that boat. <laughs> By any, well, you any sold way that boat. I can get it. You, you sold that boat, Jimmy. <laughs> I need you that sold. on a shirt. And you minute, sold it wasn't even like a big boat. It was like a miniature like boat. Like a toy boat? Like a toy boat. Little yeah. known fact about Raphael Casal, yeah. the real Raphael, yeah. very nautical person. Very nautical used person. to teach really? sailing really? at Lake Merritt. At Lake Merritt. <laughs> I love it. Are you serious? Yeah. The first and only time I ever went sailing it was in the bay, which was beautiful. It's beautiful to sail out there. It's not beautiful to sail in Lake Merritt, but it's terrible. It's disgusting. But I learned, damn it, how to get that summer job. <laughs> That's how why that you, scene's in the movie. How did you two meet? We met in high school. Were you like besties in high school? No, or? he's four years older than me. He's old as fuck. So he was the coolest. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Slow down. Slow down. Were you, was he like the coolest? I had to get in there quick, man. <laughs> you get me on that line. line. You're right. So you met in high school. Was he like the senior and you were the freshman? Like, yeah, the yeah, story. yeah, yeah. Yeah, we met at a poetry slam. He oh, was, he that. thought he was really good. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so did the audience. That was, uh, so did the scores. <laughs> I probably wasn't performing that day or so. I don't really remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you had moved on to bigger things at that point. Yeah, yeah. You connected through your art <laughs> yeah. at that age. We did, well, even after, you know, when we actually started working together was when I came back from college and he was already running a studio, right? Like at, like at seven, 18 year old running a studio in North Oakland. <laughs> to be but, fair, how fancy. the studio is a broad term for a, for a warehouse. That's true, but it <laughs> Was, but you got it actually one of the more legit studios we've ever worked in if you want to be real about it like let's be honest that was the only place we ever hung a mic from the ceiling that's what i'm saying that was it was know. duct taped but that motherfucker was, was hanging you were running your own studio i mean i had the keys it was my equipment there were only two other people who had keys and Diggs was our only artist aside from me <laughs> so running in terms of like i had a closet with equipment in it that we could get into 24 hours a day <laughs> But we, you know, we had sort of, set, me and a couple of my friends had set this studio up for us to record at, and I, you know, I, I'm not going to record 24 hours a day. Well. Well. Close to it. Close to the it. Time. But, you know, we, we were hoping there'd be other artists coming through there and using the space all the time, right? And so a, a mutual friend of ours, Diggs, had just gotten back from college, and he, you know, really dove heavy into music in college and, and played me some of his stuff, and I, I'd imagine played my stuff for him. Um, and we decided to meet up at, at, at the studio. And I think like you came at like 10 or something like that. We all hung out with a bunch of the other people there and then they all left and we just did music till the sun came up, which we've done a thousand times since then. We're like work all night and like come out in the sunlight like vampires and shit. Um, he don't look like a vampire. I do. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but like you know, that, that was that was kind of that was kind of it. Like We just kind of I don't really remember. Like a gradual friendship at that point, it was just kind of like, oh, cool, this is what we do now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we make we, we like we we make shit together. Let's well, start the band. Let's start. Let's do some plays. Let's you know. Got it. Now I'm I'm following both of you on social media, and I noticed you use this hashtag dreams with friends a lot. So mm-hmm. what is that about? I love it. Oh, I mean, obvi- the obvious. It's, it's a it really explains itself. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now that yeah, 
we yeah we have you know we have the last few years in particular you know we we have this this uh our motto the whole time we've been working together is energy up expectations down (laughs) 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 which is just you know which is real for a lot of artists i think you pour your whole self into everything that you any chance you get to present what the thing that you love you pour every bit of yourself into it and you expect nothing in return from that because 99 percent of the time nothing is going to come back from that the last few years have been so many things that we used to talk about and then like joke you know things that were like oh yeah you know one day when we make this movie you know like things that were so far out of the such a the reality of where we came from are happening and they continue to happen and so at some point i just threw a hashtag up there because like all of these things that were dreams are, are starting to happen and we're doing it with us and really like a lot of the folks involved in Blinds, you know, it's our producers, t- Jess and Keith Carter. Twittery, it's a very savvy t- moment of you. It's yeah. the only you one. I'm not. That that's, I'm not usually good at this medias, but uh, I need it to be a movement. <laughs> Dreams all, I mean, all, all of our friends like, do that all yeah, the time. Like any, anytime we're all kicking it, somebody always throws that up there, and it's is it the, is it the prettiest hashtag? No, <laughs> you really going you gonna critique my one my one contribution one in, to the social media? Can world. I get to the compliment? Right. Can I get it's to the compliment? Catchy. It feels a little backhanded, but go ahead. Oh come on, <laughs> it's good, man. It's stuck around longer than a lot of my hashtags. <laughs> All right, and that's supposed to be my forte. <laughs> that's what I'm doing. As I, but it's yeah, got that lasting power because it means so much. Yeah, I'm. It speaks to the it speaks to the people. <laughs> But I love you support you you support your female co-stars which is really cool like the circle seems really tight and it is and yeah. and they you know I mean I'll, nobody got paid well for this movie right or you got paid the bare minimum of what you are allowed to pay a person to work on a thing um, yeah. so nobody had to do this it wasn't like a good career move for anybody <laughs> at the time right um so everyone did it for the love and and they are so talented I mean you saw the film you know yeah. it's it, to we worked really hard on all of the characters in this film to try and make sure that they could feel like they had movies of their own but but you only get that if the performances own it and the performances yeah. that particularly all of the women in this film gave are are so so layered and so deep and um and and also give an incredible context to the the two of to the two male characters right to uh, you understand so much more about them by virtue of these these incredibly like full, well realized humans who are around them who disagree with them, who aren't theirs, you know, props, and who, uh, you know, l- uh, check them at times too. And and um, we needed them, you know. They they actually things that Janine, Janina found things in that role that we did not put there. It's mm-hmm. in in the audition even. It's why she's in the film. She showed us something in the audition where we were like, "That's Val." That's about you knew it. We've been writing this for ten years, and you knew who she was. And then we talked to her about it, and she she was infusing it with so much of her first generation immigrant experience, you know, which is a thing. It was a blind spot we had had. We didn't we didn't think about that when we were conceiving of that character. So she was able to put all of that in there, and and you that's what you you know that's what you get when you cast the right people. They yeah. they make your shit better. Thanks to our special guests Angela Bassett, Debbie Diggs, and Raphael Castle. And to our sponsor, My Black is Beautiful. For more great episodes of Yes Girl, be sure to listen and subscribe anywhere you listen to podcasts. I mean, Spotify, y'all. Google Play. We're here. We're there. Find us. And be sure to listen, subscribe, and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We love those. We appreciate you. Bye.